Welcome to the Taking It Outside podcast from Spring Hill Outfitters, the show that connects you with the outdoors, with experts on guns, archery, cooking, outdoor gear, and more. Here's your host, Trent Lassiter. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode here of Taking It Outside, inside Spring Hill Outfitters in beautiful eastern North Carolina. We are excited to be back for another episode, episode nine, season two, inside Spring Hill Studios. I hope everybody had a great 4th of July weekend. We did. We did. I got a little too much sun. You can't see by my tan lines. I apologize. <laughs> I did wear sunglasses and I did lose my sunglasses in the ocean yesterday. Luckily, it was the last day of vacation, but a wave came. I wasn't expecting lost my sunglasses, but we had a great weekend with some Spring Hill Outfitters pro staff in eastern North Carolina. Had a good time. So I hope y'all all had a great Holiday weekend, as always, you can find this podcast on all major podcast platforms. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, SpringHillOutfitters.com. Everywhere, Spring Hill Outfitters is taking the internet by storm, starting with one little flamethrower video. <laughs> we'll talk more about that in a little bit. But uh, yeah, so uh, season two, Miss Ashley's back again. I'm back. I didn't forget to I introduce her this just- time. Hadn't seen her in a week. She's back again. And uh, we had some good episodes. Last episode was uh, talking about uh, Carolina All Out. I think it was last week's episode. Had a great interview with Chris. And we had some uh, before that talked about Father's Day, of course, grilling, some tips for grilling for the summer. The Southern Outdoor Classic, which is a big event happening here in August. We'll talk more about it at the end. But uh, if you have not listened to some past episodes, check them out. You can find all of them on all major podcast platforms. Today, we have a very special guest, and I will say this is our first time we have a special guest who's not with us. We're bringing him in via Zoom, and we're excited to have Mr. Kevin with us today from Winchester Ammunition. What's going on, Kevin? Hey, how are you? Glad to glad to be on the show here. Yeah. In, uh, inaugural Zoom Zoom episode. That's kind of the way of the world right now. Yeah, was, everything's on Zoom. I was going to mention that to you. I don't think, I, I didn't know what a Zoom was two years ago. I mean, nobody used Zoom. I didn't in my everyday life, but I feel like ever since spring of 2020, we've all learned all about Zoom. And we're going to I was in the turkey woods. I was in the turkey woods just talking about uh, listening to all the different Zoom and, and, uh, uh, Microsoft Office uh, platforms for doing this kind of stuff in 2020, just trying to figure out what the heck it all was. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, we, I, I know a lot of our meetings, you know, I'm involved with Ducks Unlimited and Fire Department and different chamber board of directors and different boards and stuff I'm on around town. And we've always met in person, but we've started to uh, go to Zoom and trying to get out of that trend now to get back in person, of course. But uh, Zoom is nice for times like this. It so, helps. Uh, yeah, it helps. As long as you can figure out how to get yourself off of mute. Yeah. <laughs> and start the video and record the video, which I hope we're doing right. <laughs> we may have to do a take two on this, but we hope we got everything set up right. Uh, thanks to Joel Gilly, which I didn't thank him in our opening a while ago. But Joel was uh, always a big help with us here at Taking It Outside. Our, our uh, behind-the-scenes AV production mastermind, and he's the one that got this set up just a matter of minutes ago. So we hope it all works. If not, we're going to blame Joel. Uh, but yeah, so where are you zooming in from today? I'm in East Alton. This is our office. This is our headquarters. So we actually, I work out of a sales office, kind of a sales marketing finance office. It's about an hour, uh, a mile, I should say from, uh, from our shot shell, uh, ammunition factory. 
Okay. Um, so yeah, we, we manufacture shot shells here in East Alton and then we manufacture our center fire and rim fire and such down in Oxford, Mississippi, but we're right here, just a suburb of St. Louis. Gotcha. Yeah. We go to St. Charles, the sports sink, uh, December sports sink shows in St. Charles, Missouri every year. So we yeah, go out there. I'm, I'll see you there. We okay. We uh, get together for dinner with yeah. the group, uh, around that time. Well, good. We've got, uh, I'll, we'll go eat sushi one night, maybe in St. Charles this year. <laughs> Perfect. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Obviously, ammo is a hot topic. It has been the last couple of years. Before we get into the company and and uh, all the big questions about ammo, tell us something about yourself. When you got started in the company and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. So I so I uh, I've got a little bit of a background just consumer packaged goods in general. So I started in groceries through my college days and uh you know I was really selling uh, tobacco at that time. I was selling uh, Swisher sweets and. I moved back over to uh, or moved into working for a competitor of Winchester at that time, which was the Freedom Group. Was in, uh, was working for them for a while, selling the uh, firearms and other things, and then bounced around a little bit uh, through the years and and optics, several optic companies, and finally landed here in my backyard. I mean, I'm a St. Louis kind of born and raised kid, so uh, how I ended up in Winchester 15 years after I started my career in the industry. I'm not sure considering they're right here about 40 miles from my house, but here we are. <laughs> so I've been here for about, oh, I don't know, five years or so uh, dealing with our uh, wholesalers, also dealing with some of our arms and ammunition manufacturers, uh, selling them uh, product to, to test guns, proof guns, that sort of thing. And then obviously uh, working with the likes of Alan Carpenter is one of our territory managers and, and about eight others that report to me from uh, from a territory management uh, perspective. So, yeah, that's a little bit of maybe a nutshell a yeah. version of my while we're on while we're on Alan. Alan's our sales rep and set this whole thing up and he's not even a part of it. I don't know how he managed it. He's on the beach somewhere and we're sitting here working today. <laughs> He uh, he is probably in a car driving with a crying kid in the back seat <laughs> since he's had a baby. I don't know how that's going for him, but hopefully he's not too far from the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I'm not too jealous after all. He's doing that right now. Though. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so what's your official job title? So I'm, uh, I am the sales manager for wholesale and eastern region sales Okay, is my official, my official title. So we'll share his cell phone number at the end of the video. If you have any complaints about anything, I'll give you his number. You can call him or text him anytime, day or night, uh, if you need some ammo. I talk, I talk to all kinds. So come on, bring them on. I understand. Well, uh, I'm glad, uh, glad you could join us. I know you're a busy man and want to take just a couple of minutes to jump on here. And I think we got a, a handful of questions here that, that we're curious about. And I think the first and foremost, one that we're most interested in and the one that uh, everybody across – the country is interested in is where the heck is the ammo right now? I mean, I, I know it's been a long couple of years and uh, started kind of spring of 2020 and ammo has been a hot topic, of course, firearms and ammo, but ammo, especially where the heck is, where, where'd it go? <laughs> Where's it at? Yeah. So that's a great question. And it's one we're putting a lot of money, a lot of capital into trying to keep up with demand. I mean, yeah, to, to your point, 2020, threw a wrench into things from a, both a supply chain perspective, but also a demand perspective. And, you know, there was a lot of scared people that didn't know uh, kind of what was going on or what was going to be the end result of, you know, the pandemic. And then we had civil unrest and that, you know, that, that, uh, uh, that causes uh, demand to go up as well. And, 
And to be honest, a lot of it too is just people got back into the outdoors. I mean, 2020 caused, you know, TVs to turn off and, and devices to turn off and people got outside and said, Hey, it's kind of fun to go shoot at the trap range or go shoot sporting clays. Or, I mean, we've even seen a transition from those that were shooting targets for a long time, getting into hunting. Um, so yeah, so it's been about a three, four year process here where, uh, or I guess I should say a two, three year process here of, uh, consumers just having a height, uh, heightened rate of demand. And, you know, when we also have, you know, supply chain issues causing us some bottlenecks that we've had to work around and that increased demand, it just kind of makes product look like it's not out there. But right. I will say in the last, you know, in the last year, uh, Olin Winchester has made a lot of capital investments. I mean, Lake City's Army Ammunition Plant is, is one of uh, those investments that we've made in operating that facility. And and with that, we've been able to, to not build as much 223, 556, 308 in our Oxford, Mississippi facility, where we can build more on those machines and 350 Legend, right. three, uh, maybe 308 Hunting Loads. Um, 300 blackout, 65 Creedmoor. So I think we put a lot of a lot of money into capital investment, facilities investments, operational uh, things to to make sure that we're trying to meet all that demand. Um, may not show itself all the time because there's still certainly holes on shelves that need to be filled. But you know we have increased our capacities, we've increased our supply, demand is up. And that continues to be a bottleneck, but it's a good bottleneck. It means people are using the product and getting outside. So, yeah, I, you mentioned supply and demand. I, I majored in business, um, whatever good that did. But when I was in college, and I took a couple of economics classes, and I tell customers, and you know, customers are angry and they're curious and want to know wherever I'll, you know where the ammo is. And I always say what you said: it's, it's a basic economics. Uh, formula of supply and demand. You've got two curves, a supply curve and a demand curve. And, and uh, right now, in the last couple of years, those two lines are not close to each other. The demand is high, and, yeah. which causes supply to go down. And and uh, so, yeah, that's it's, it's tough. And I guess you talked about focusing on uh, certain types of ammo times that we're in right now. I mean, I guess you, you shift focus on certain calibers. How does that work in times that we're in? You see demand for a certain caliber is higher than another, so you shift all that focus. Well, I say all, a lot of your focus from, like you said, maybe the less popular ones to the more popular ones during times like this, I guess, right? Yeah, so we're going to put our strokes on our machines in the calibers and the products that are driving the most demand. Is that, right. we're, that way we're satisfying the most amount of people. We're getting the products they need to be uh, successful in the field or on the range uh, at the, at the, and at the right time. I mean, I would say that, that the pandemic caused seasonality to kind of get thrown out the window. We were building turkey loads in like June. Even, even this year, because we had the components for it. So it's when the components got here. Luckily, there was demand for it still because people realized, hey, I couldn't find turkey loads in time for the season, so I'll get it for next year. Yeah. So I will say seasonality's kind of gotten thrown out of whack, but we're getting closer to a more seasonal type of build pattern. So we're building PowerPoint right now. We're building our steel shot shells right now, kind of getting ready for that upcoming waterfowl season, big game season. Heck, we're in, what, July, so August you're going to start seeing the Western states open up their elk seasons and so forth. So, I mean, we're getting right on top of it. Obviously, September's uh, dove season. So we're getting ready for those seasons now by building the uh, the, the calibers and uh, the products that are used in those seasons. So we're getting back to a more seasonal type of build pattern, which is right. good. 
Well, people aren't buying seasonal because we just sold cases yeah, we of about Steel it. Shot this weekend, and it's July. We were talking to Alan about it yesterday. J- July 4th weekend, you know, we were talking about the Southern Outdoor Classic just yesterday, Alan and I on the phone, and talking about, you know, focusing on Steel Shot in August. And I was like, well, you know, I've been doing this for 19 years now, and the 17 of those 19 years, people don't ever buy Steel Shot in August. You know, they don't care about Steel Shot. But now, here we are, July 4th weekend, and our online store, which, Miss Ashley, that's our uh, – that's her little pony that she's in charge of, and we I mean, had a great weekend of steel shot, which is kind of odd, you know. People have, are afraid they won't find it in time. Yeah. So I, that's what we see a lot of is they're just like seasonality and the purchasing is another aspect that's of right. it that's kind of gotten thrown out the window. They that's just right. buy it because it's there, and then when the season comes around that's and right. – yeah. People like you were calling up Alan and saying, hey, where's all my steel <laughs> yeah. shot? Well, remember, you sold it all yeah. in July. You sold it six months. And that's, I remember, you know, like I said, we've done this for a while. And historically, in what we call normal times, you know, dove season always comes in North Carolina the Saturday before Labor Day weekend, which I think is most of the places around the country around Labor Day weekend. Well, I mean, as long as I can remember, we didn't sell a case of dove shells hardly at all until the Friday before. Everybody came in and maybe got their mojo dove. They got their stool and they got a case of hopefully Winchester uh, dove loads to go dove hunting. Well, last year, Labor Day weekend comes. We didn't have a box. There ain't a box in the house. <laughs> There's none. We didn't have any, you know, any brand of any kind of dove loads in this. So I think the people's mentality, the average person came in that weekend, they got upset. They didn't understand. Well, now that guy this year is like, okay, now I'm going to plan ahead more. I'm going to buy my dove loads in July or my steel shot in July, whatever it may be. So. Yeah, by the time this show airs, we probably won't have it in stock, but we have fast <laughs> in stock right now. Yeah, no, I, I right get sure uh, Alan's done a great job of sending ATS uh, reports on a weekly basis, and, and Winchester has ammo in stock, in this, uh, which is very unusual right now. I don't know many people that do, which is a good thing. So they're, uh, we've well, got it before the season. That's what I laugh at is that, hey, we right. even got it before the season started. So that's how about right. that? We're getting yeah. back to some normal trends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of normal trends, I don't know. I mean, the times that we're in now, let's say normal was before four years ago or three years ago. I mean, what what do you say? And if, if somebody said, when are we going to get it back to what we call normal, what would you tell them? Well, that's a good question. And it really is by by product family. So so if you look at shot shells, which is probably the, the product uh, family that most people are having a hard time finding, I'm going to throw a couple statistics at you. So like there's 54 million new shooters that are shooting shot shells and well, shooting in general, but a good percentage of those are shooting some sort of shot shells, right. either at targets or hunting or whatever. So, I mean, 54 million people that didn't shoot really before the pandemic started. They got outside, they realized, hey, this is fun. I want to go do it more. And that continues. So that's something that we're really working to kind of nurture and, and, and bring along so that they also bring some friends. But additionally, throw another metric, there's more people shooting than playing golf at this point in the United States. Hmm. So considering how many golf clubs uh you know the sporting goods stores sell it's like more people buying ammunition and guns than, than there are some of that product so at least that's what they're using out in the field so those kinds of things have really made the runway for demand on shot shells longer than probably most other product families um, i can't really tell you when we catch up on shot shells <laughs> i mean short of buckshot which we got right. buckshot right. around but short you know any target loads game loads that kind of stuff because they're so useful across different types of sports or hunting that's the one that we're you know we're going to probably have a pretty long runway to actually have product just sitting on shelves ready to be purchased by anybody um but in other product families we're catching up i mean 
small caliber rifle, you know, stuff that Lake City's Army Ammunition Plant makes. You know, it's very volatile because, you know, I might have some civil unrest and then it all disappears or people get scared of something and maybe legislatively it all that disappears and people stock it up. But we're starting to see some of that stuff sitting on shelves now, which is good. We're getting that caught up. Um, handgun ammunition, especially hollow points, you're starting to see some of that get on, you know, make it onto shelves and be there for purchase when people need to buy it, which is right. good. Um, full metal jacket's still pretty back order. You know, we're still in handgun at least. That's still pretty backward, a pretty good long runway there in terms of getting fully caught up. And then rimfire as well. Just again, so many types of guns and firearms out there shooting rimfire. Um, you know, we're keeping up with it because we build a lot of it. But, you know, it, it's there's a somewhat of a long runway on rimfire as well uh, before we truly get caught up. So I guess maybe that's not a 100% clear answer, <laughs> but it just depends by the family. Right. John well, Shell's probably the one that's got the longest amount of time. And speaking on that, this, I mean, and I don't think the average consumer probably doesn't understand. And, you know, if let's say today we order a pallet of, of game loads or a pallet of 5.56, I mean, how, when could Spring Hill Outfitters expect to get a pallet of ammo if we order it today? I mean, how far exactly are you like six months, 12 months, two years? What kind of time frame are you looking at? How far backlog are you right now on ammo? Uh, you know, it's again, I'm going to keep going with right that. Now, right? The, the, yeah, I mean, we we probably only got truly. I mean, hell, we got fifteen hundred items in in uh, in our catalog, at least right. commercially. In stock, we probably only got fifty items total right. in stock, like sitting in our warehouse. Um, Lake City product, it's probably thirty days, maybe sixty days. So small arm, small rifle caliber product is is probably let's say sixty days. Right. Shot shells, I, I don't even, I don't have a good. <laughs> it's all allocated, so we push it to a a bunch, you know, wide breadth of customers. Right. But I like it's all back ordered, like, and I don't know how long that window is. It it could be a couple of years, but I don't want to scare anybody into thinking we're not making it or that customers aren't getting it. It's just. To get truly caught up, right. it, it's that's a pretty long run. Well, and the good thing, the good thing but, about that, I mean, we've got, uh, you know, we've let's say it takes two years to get in a pallet or whatever it may be. We've got stuff we've ordered two years ago. We're getting in this week. So the good thing about right. that, so people that are listening, I know people get frustrated and uh, think if we don't have it, it's because it's our fault or worse, Winchester's fault. And it's, it's actually we're trying, we're all trying as hard as we can, but we do have a lot of product in the pipeline that we've ordered a year ago or six months ago or whatever it may be. So we've got Winchester ammo coming in pretty much continuously. We got a bunch of uh, five, five, six in this past week, 10 cases of it came in direct. And uh, so we're getting the product. Um, it's just, uh, it's tough right now. Which I mean, Winchester. You guys do a great job of ordering a breadth of product too. Like you're you're ordering across all those right. product families. So that that's another thing we take a look at because Winchester prides themselves on building right. everything for everybody. So yeah, well, it's I mean, it's supply and demand. The times we're in now is tough for you guys. It's tough for us. It's, you know, this we experienced this back in twelve and thirteen after Sandy Hook. Kind of the same type of thing. It didn't last this long, but I mean, supply and demand is the way it is right now, and it could change overnight. So as a retailer and a manufacturer as well, you know, think about Winchester. You know, they're adding all this capital improvements on the facilities and hiring new people, and maybe even adding, you know, different uh, manufacturing things to to make more ammo to satisfy the demand currently. But you don't know when that may change overnight, and it may settle back down a little bit. So it's kind of that fine line. You want to make all you can make to uh, fulfill the need, but at some point it may chill out a little bit. You don't know when that's going to be, so you got to be careful on what you're doing. That's right. No, that's exactly right. Uh, let's see. What's coming up next? Uh, for us, dove season, 
is next, and then waterfowl come up. You know, we we, we waterfowl usually starts November, December, January, and in, in eastern North Carolina, bread and butter. You know, Christmas time right around the end of the year. Uh, deer season, of course, comes in the second week in October. Um, people that are listening that are planning uh, for upcoming hunting seasons, even turkey, I guess, spring of turkey next year, spring of 23. I mean, what any kind of advice that you can pass along to the listeners on what they can expect ammo-wise? Yeah, we're building PowerPoints now. So, I mean, one thing I looked at a metric the other day, I mean, we're building you know, uh, 100% of the PowerPoint we build, we build about 25% of it in each quarter. So we're always building the primary calibers of PowerPoint. I mean, we we don't, I will say, if you've got an odd caliber, like just one that's very seasonally run, and we may probably haven't run it for a year or two, we're probably not running it this year. Now, I will say we got some 358 wind mag in stock. Somehow we built some 358 <laughs> wind mag. So <laughs> if you got that, we've got it. But yeah, it's... We're running PowerPoints right now. We're running uh, another big one is lead free. I mean, not just because it's lead free, but like our copper impact product is new for this year. So it used to be called deer season copper impact. We just rebranded it to copper impact. Great lead bullet, just full, you know, weight retention, just devastating on, on big games. So that's something that we're putting a lot of investment capital into. Uh, and then we're also pushing a lot of that out our doors. So yeah, you might take a look at, uh, uh, our copper impact product and plus like i said we've rebranded a lot of our packaging so it's real uh fresh uh looking on the on the on the uh shelves and and uh you know a lot of that and goes with the winchester brand i mean we're a true brand and want to make sure that people realize kind of what makes our product different and the packaging does that so yeah copper impact is a product we're building right now um Ballistic silver tip is another one that we are building. You know, we rely on our suppliers for some of that. Uh, Sierra uh, provides us some of the bullets and Nosler does some bullets for some of our products as well on the browning side. So, you know, we're working on getting that out as best we can, but there is a little bit of a bottleneck there. So building it, just maybe not building it to the level people want it. Right. Um, but yeah, PowerPoint and, and probably Copper Impact are the two big game centerfire products that you'll probably see more of out on shelves this year than anything else. And going back to that, I, I, one thing here again, when in normal times, somebody finds a type of ammo that works in their gun, a brand and a, a bullet and a weight, and they buy that every year. And we've seen the last couple of years as ammo gets a little bit harder to find sometimes that it, you can't be but so picky at this point. You know, I know your gun sighted in for a certain grain and a certain <laughs> weight, but you know, it's, it's, uh, you can't be too picky if you find something in stock that's close to what you got. You might have to recite it in again. If you do, I'm sorry, but it's just kind of the world we live in right now. And I will say the same aspect. If you do have something that your gun likes, and this is not being being a salesman, just being a, a friend, if you can find 10 boxes of something that you like, you better buy 10, 10 boxes like you can because, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's tough. You may find it this year and can't find it next year. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, I know you have a lot of new products. Trade with your that. buddies. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, so it's tough. I, I, I will say I noticed the last couple of years I saw people that were buying, literally buying deer hunting rifles on the shelf based off the ammo we had in stock. Um, you know, let's say yeah. they have a 270 and we didn't have any 270 ammunition, but we have 6.5 or 308 or whatever we had at the time. And they say, well, I'm going to buy a new gun and then buy the ammo to go with the gun. They're buying, making decisions on firearms based off of ammo availability, which was kind of you know, was kind of crazy, but that's the way it is right now. So. Well, and the other thing to that is that if you do that again, even this year, if you run into that scenario, it means that 
we're going to keep building that right. ammo. That's like right. if it's being built now, it's not like we're going to turn it off. That's right. a, that's a product you could probably rely on finding, you know, as you as you move forward, even if things stay the way they are now, or it's, right. you know, product's fairly hard to find. Yeah. Uh, let's see what kind of new stuff. Anything new coming out from Winchester? And I know this, and it's always kind of a double edged sword for me. And I'm not a manufacturer; I'm a retailer. But I mean, Winchester, you're having a hard time keeping up with the demand on the current products. I know it's kind of tough sometimes. It, to me, it would be tough to come out with new products, knowing you're having such a hard time to kind of keep up with the demand of your current products. So anything new coming out that we can expect in the near future from Winchester? Yeah, I mean, like I said, we, we have rebranded a lot of uh, a lot of our product, not so much in terms of it being a new product, but we're making it look new. We're dressing up. the So we use this year to really dress up our packaging, dress up our end use so like you're seeing boxes now that have a picture of what you, what the product's for you know right. you've got a 300 wind mag product and copper impact and you're going to have an elk on that box yeah. instead of a, a white-tailed deer you know you, even though people may use it for whitetail you're using a lot for elk so we're doing this year we're using this year to kind of rebrand re-get uh, uh redo some marketing aspects uh, but we do have some new stuff as well i mean we've got a new bismuth product out um for waterfowl hunting, given the uh, demand there has increased, and right. obviously there's more and more places that are going lead free. So you know we've got to use uh, on public hunting lands. We got to have uh, lead free everything. So right. um, bismuth is new. Plus, it's just a great product. You know we're putting our bismuth is different, and that we've got a buffering material inside of that bismuth that helps soften the, the the bounce inside of that shell, and it helps pattern better. So in terms of a competitive advantage, the buffering we're using in our bismuth product is allowing for tighter patterns than maybe some other bismuth products out there. So that's new. Um, blindside too. So um, that's really not new and that we've had blindside before, but we're using in this blindside two product, again, a new look and feel to the product, but we've got a dry lock wide inside of that uh, for water resistance, a four pedal wide, uh, and then nickel plated head for, uh, for reducing the amount of uh, corrosion that you might have if you're in the duck line. Right. So, um, so that's a new product for us. Six, eight Western is not necessarily new this year, um, but that's a new caliber for us and has really done well. Um, so we're building more of that. You know, we're building it in a PowerPoint bullet this year. We're building it in, in Copper Impact. And um, so that's been great for, for big game purposes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those are really some new items. Uh, Bass Dove is a product that we've got out uh, just in time for, for dove season here in a couple months. But that's right. the product I was mentioning earlier in our talk on a new product that's a high brass dove load that uh, that we're building new for this year so um so yeah i mean a lot of new things we always you know winchester prides themselves on trying to be innovative not just come out with the same old thing every year or only build four or five calibers of, of a specific subset of products so we're trying to be everything for everybody i think we do a good job with that right. and we're also very innovative with the products we build so yeah i think you'll you'll if you get into stores now you'll see some new things on the shelf for sure one thing I, I thought about, and it's sitting on our uh, on our outline, I know, but it's uh, cost. Uh, the cost of manufacturing ammunition the last couple of years. I, I tell people we've experienced over the last several years a lot of manufacturers, Winchester included. Uh, obviously, you have to have uh, cost price increases. Our cost goes up uh, just because it's the way the world works. You know, gas is seven dollars a gallon now, whatever it costs. But you know, so so you have to go up. You have a price increase, and it feels like the last couple of years we've seen more of that. 
more often, more frequently than years past, being our cost goes up. And, of course, as our cost goes up, that drives the retail price up to the end consumer. And a lot of people uh, think, I think, Sometimes they think that that it's just Spring Hill Outfitters getting greedy and trying to mm-hmm. make more money, whereas actually our our cost has gone up because your cost has gone up, which you know you kind of pass it along. Yeah. So, uh, any any uh, words of advice to people who are having a hard time dealing with a box of uh, Dove loads that now cost eleven dollars retail? It used to be seven dollars two years ago. Anything you want to say towards that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it, you know, has been has been discussed, and you know, in the previous, I think we truthfully had about five price increases over the course of the last, you know, two years, and I think every every manufacturing company has had that, even outside of the ammunition space. I mean, I was looking at some trend data today coming through. You know, we're through the first half of the year now, being in July, and you know, we're looking at lead prices are up seven percent. Yeah, uh, nickel prices are up like twenty four percent. I think it said so. Some of the the things we use in the manufacture from a raw material standpoint, they're just up minimum seven percent. But then you got gas, right? You got wages. You got trying to pull people in and out, trying yeah. to get people workers into the factory, and those things all have a cost. So. Unfortunately, you're right. It's not that anybody's gouging anybody. We're not trying to gouge anyone at all. You're not gouging your end consumer either at Spring Hill. So it's just part of kind of the world we live in right now. So we're doing all we can to to drive our costs down. But you're right. As things go up commodity wise, so do our prices. Now, I'll say I don't have any anything in front of me that suggests we're having another price increase. So. Um, that's good. Um, you know, we've seen some of some of those commodities level off, and we're not having as hard a time getting people working uh, in the factory as maybe we did. Where you know, there's costs there. Gas is a concern. There's certainly transportation costs that we're we're looking at, and that hadn't gone away. But I don't have anything in front of me that states there's another one coming anytime real soon. But we're doing all we can to keep them low. Well, in the same aspect of that. I hear, I always love when people say this is they're going to wait for, uh, wait for it to come back down. They're going to wait for the price to come <laughs> down. I, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for it to come. Down. I love that line. And we have people online and in the store as well that said, well, we're going to hold off on buying that. We're going to wait till the price comes down. And I have yeah. my own opinion of that. I'm going to see what your opinion is on that too. What, what would you respond to a customer that said that? <laughs> I'd say I'd say that you're going to have a, a long wait. <laughs> I had a customer, he called about, I can't remember what caliber it was, and he called, and I told him how much it was, and he was like, well, call me when it comes back down. Well, yeah. I haven't called him. Yeah, it's not and he called me down. back a couple months later. He's like, hey, I haven't heard from you. I said, well, it ain't come down. Yeah, I got news for you. I've been doing this for a while. I know you have too, but when the costs go up, I mean, the minimum wage, I mean, it, what you people are, I'm sure your employees and our employees too. I mean, what it's just, it's, it's gone up tremendously the last couple of years in the world we live in. And historically, when that goes up, it never comes back down. Uh, lead prices, gas prices, hopefully, yeah. God forbid, at some point will come down a little bit, but a dollar a gallon won't matter a whole lot in the grand scheme of things. But historically, when these costs go up, uh, you don't see them come back down. So not to normal, yeah. anyways. Um, demand has kept. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I just thought about that, but yeah, I love people that always say they're going to wait till it comes back down. So people are they, they better expect <laughs> if you're listening and going dove hunting and you haven't bought dove shells in a while. I'm telling you, uh, the, the, your your bread and butter Winchester dove loads that used to retail at seventy. 75 bucks a case they're going to be 100 or 110 now that's just the way it is um but luckily you can hopefully you can find them anyway so you can go dove hunting and be happy about it but um let's see that's key yeah yeah (laughs) 
Uh, Shoot United. I talked to Alan about this the other day. I want you to tell a little bit. What's, what's, what, is, uh, what is Shoot United? I got my cup here, my Shoot United okay. cup. I like right that. There, a little swag item. But yeah, go. Shoot United is something that I mentioned, kind of touched on that just a second ago with how we're trying to you know, capitalize on the amount of new shooters in the industry. Again, right. I brought up that 54 million new shooters. There's more shooters than golf. How do we get them to bring their friends? You know, how do we unite that group of people, keep them active, keep them engaged, keep them in the field? And that's really what Shoot United is about is we're, you know, we're just getting ready to launch a couple range events where it's dedicated to new shooters specifically. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's using, you know, your resources, your network, you know, like Spring Hill to say, hey, how do you, how do you, how can I get you to bring your friend in to capitalize on kind of the, the right. fun we're having inside of this space? And that's really what it's about. So we've put quite a bit of money. I want to say it's upwards of $2 million plus dollars into wow. things like a website, these range events, swag items to get the news out, videos, content, you know, social media marketing. Say, hey, man, this is a fun sport. It's it's really trying to take away the, the negative connotation uh, right. that, that firearms and ammunition may have and say hey it's it's a lot of fun it's it's something you need to pay attention to from a safety perspective right. you can't just go out and be pointing a barrel at the wrong places but you so you need to learn about it and that's what these events are doing and then once you get that under your belt you get a feel for hey how can i be safe with this it, it uh you know, it goes a long way in just enjoying the, the, the outdoors and enjoying the, the shooting targets and hunting and so forth. So it's really a grassroots campaign. It's not something that Winchester, you know, is, is pushing as a Winchester brand. We're right. trying to make it more of a industry thing, which is really where we're going with it. We've got, you know, uh, uh, sponsors of it from the gun side, from even outside of this space, bike shops and you know, things that maybe complement our industry, fishing, you know, hiking, you know, people that do those sorts of things right, right. could also come into our space and enjoy it from a shooting perspective. So that's really what it's about, bringing in outside uh, uh, like brands and, and, and complementary brands and pooling resources to, to get people excited about the gun and ammunition uh, sports. Well, I think one thing in the last couple of years uh, that I've noticed, there's an unusually – high number of uh first-time gun buyers uh you mentioned mm -hmm. a while ago going back to 2020 a lot of people were getting into the industry uh never owned a gun they wanted to buy a gun for personal protection they were worried about the world that we live in which i am too honestly but uh they want to go hunting for the first time with their friend or whatever it may be but there's a pile of of first-time gun buyers and of course one of our the podcast is called taking it outside and our tagline is always let's take it outside and we always encourage folks to get involved in the outdoors and go outside and whether it be kids or adults either one to go outside and enjoy the outdoors whether it be shooting guns or anything you know getting outside and and uh not sitting on the ipad all day and these kids you know sitting at home on, on the couch and actually getting outside and enjoying it so it sounds like a great program uh folks that want to know more about the program shoot united what's the is there a website they can go to or Shootunited.com. Yeah, real, that's real. real. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> yeah, that's a great program. I'm going to check it out myself. That sounds like uh, something that all of our customer base would uh, would uh, enjoy getting involved in, too. So that's awesome. Yeah. No, we're looking. We're, we're really excited about it. And it shows what the money we're putting into it. So. Yeah. Any questions you've got about Winchester Ammunition or the world or anything for 
I'm good. The man. Anything? What have I missed? What have we missed on on anything you want to pass along to the customers uh, in regards to ammo or Winchester as a whole that we haven't covered? No, I just want to thank your customers. Thank you as well and yeah. your customers, the Spring Hill Outfitters, just uh, for the the patronage for supporting our brand. I mean, we're truly a branded product. We're not uh, just a, a commodity that you can find anywhere. I mean, we're you know, your support allows us to go be innovative with our products, to go come up with new ideas, new calibers, new marketing techniques, things like Shoot United, like all of the support that your customers that uh, support you, you know, then in turn give us are, are going uh, to support great causes and just being outside, getting kids engaged, getting, you know, uh, demographics engaged with our sports that maybe weren't before. So I just want to say thanks for that. Yeah, no, Winchester's been around. Like I said, we opened the first door in 2003, so next year will be 20 years. And uh, Winchester, of course, is one of the staple uh, manufacturers that we sell here in the store and have for years and, and been around for a long time. It sounds like I have the same, a, lot of the, a lot of the same values that we have here at the store. And, and uh, one, of the, one of the more popular, if not the most popular, ammo brand that people ask for, uh, especially for centerfire, uh, you know, deer, deer hunters around eastern North Carolina and steel shot. Like you said, blindside and and uh, several loads, uh, dry lock, and those guys mm-hmm. have uh, always a, a well sought after brand and uh, has been for years. And I'm excited. Uh, one thing I want to talk about: we talked about with Alan yesterday the Southern Outdoor Classic, which is coming up in August, and Winchester has uh, hopefully almost agreed to be a big part of that event. <laughs> we are uh, working out some logistics on the back end, but uh, excited talking to him yesterday that Winchester's going to have a presence at that event, which is the last weekend in August, and uh, have some new product, maybe some steel shots and things uh, that you may not have even seen before until you come to that event that should be a good uh, a good uh, opportunity to find some steel shot at a good price, and we're excited to have you guys help out with that. should be a good event. It'd probably be a good event for Shoot United, too. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good time to spread the word on Shoot United as well. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the goal, just to kind of spread the word. And, heck, we've been doing it since, what, 1866 is when Winchester started, so wow. we're trying to keep being innovative and keep spreading the word even today. We pride ourselves on being that industry leader, so hopefully we can spread the word even more at your at your event. There yeah, the no, we're excited and certainly appreciate uh, you guys being a part of that. And I don't want to hold you up much longer. I just got to keep thinking of questions I want to ask. <laughs> you, you mentioned when Winchester started. Explain to me, but also the people out there listening, uh, Winchester – Firearms and Winchester Ammo are two separate kind of entities, right? They're two separate. They are. We work together really closely. Right. It's really a license agreement that I we've got, got. And so we've also got Browning Ammunition. Yep. So whereas we've got Winchester okay. Firearms yeah, as a cool. licensing agreement with Winchester uh, uh, Ammunition, same right. with uh, vice versa. So we got Browning Ammunition as a license agreement with the Browning Firearms yep. side. So. And really, you know, that allows us one to to to, to talk up the brand, to complement the brand from both sides of our shooting sports space. But then also, you know, from an ammunition perspective, the Browning ammunition line helps us, you know, use some of those blueprints that maybe we didn't, right. you know, end up using in the Winchester brand. We can now do them in Browning, you know, whereas maybe it's got a little different aspect to it, something that's innovative, but maybe is too closely related to something we're already doing on the Winchester side. So that's another one to look at. If you get into stores and see Browning ammunition, that's a lot of the, the, the blueprints for, for, you know, ideas that our engineers had that just never came to fruition. And now we're able to bring it to life. So. 
Yeah, yes, I hadn't thought about that, but Browning and Winchester, firearms and, and ammo both kind of all work together in one big happy family, which is pretty cool. They work close, yeah. Between those two names in the industry, I think everybody can uh, agree that's two of the most two of the biggest powerhouses that we've had for for a while now in the industry and, and uh, do a great job ammo and, and guns as well. So, Well, anything else you want to add besides that? You good? I think that's all we got. I just thanks for having me on. I, yeah. I enjoy speaking about the product and, and, and look forward to seeing your customers. Yeah, no, we appreciate you joining us. We're going to talk about a few more things here, but I know you're a busy man and got lots of ammo to to go uh, manufacture and sell, <laughs> so I won't hold you up. We're going to talk for a few more minutes, but I certainly appreciate you coming in and zooming in, and I hope it all works out and uh, we can spread the word. Of course, uh, be out Friday Friday morning on all major podcast platforms and excited for everybody to uh, hear more about Winchester Ammo. Absolutely. Thanks to you both. All right. Thank you. I will see you. Thanks. Mr. Uh, Mr. Kevin there from Winchester Ammo. I've been wanting to do an ammo one for a while now. That's a lot of stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, he answered a lot of questions that probably a lot of customers have. Yeah, I think manufacturing-wise and uh, supply-wise, and it's uh, a lot of people, I think, probably blame us for a lot of the shortages that happen and what's going on right now. And then but, prices, too. I know everybody's yeah. like, well, I used to buy it for... Seven ninety nine, and I don't even know if we're buying it for seven ninety nine anymore. Yeah, that happens a lot. It's uh, you know, a lot of ammo that I receive in the computer. Uh, you know, it'll be uh, our cost is higher than retail was a year yeah. ago. Um, so most uh, things. That's just the way it is. It sucks, and uh, we enjoy the outdoors, and we enjoy hunting, and we don't enjoy spending more money either on the stuff. But I mean, we don't have much choice, like you said, with gas prices and cost of goods and everything else that go up you have to adjust accordingly and uh that's just the way it is right now so i enjoyed that i'm glad kevin could could join us and hopefully we'll get some more guys on here soon we've got some more uh now that we have the zoom option we can talk to anybody yeah we know how to anybody work it now yeah hopefully we'll an see hour ago we were out. struggling less than an hour ago and <laughs> <laughs> we may still be i don't know the end result how it's going to be but we're trying anyway uh, let's see. Besides Winchester Ammo, lots of new stuff on the show floor this week and on SpringHillOutfitters.com this week, such as Yeti. Fall Yeti. It's July. Like we've got fall boxes Yeti. Are in got, the back. Got a lot. Yeti. <laughs> Today is Friday, and uh, by now, hopefully, we'll all have it out. But we are excited to announce legally now, Patrick. We can't, Patrick, anyway. He mentioned yellow before we could mention yellow. But we have fall Yeti colors now that include Nordic purple. Nordic blue. Nordic blue. Yeah. They made it easy on us this year. Nordic purple, Nordic blue. I think the purple is going to do good with the East Carolina folks. It's kind of like a dusty. Yeah. I could, Especially I with it a dusty the yellow from the spring and now the purple. Yeah. yeah. So Nordic purple and well, Nordic purple drinkware is in stock now. Nordic blue is going to be here very soon. They've got coolers, and uh, they'll be up on our website and social media here ASAP. But we got Fall Yeti came in right in the middle of summer. That's out. We've got also, we're excited to announce that we are one of the only dealers in the country that sell Yeti luggage now. Yeah. We sell Yeti luggage. <laughs> if you want to go traveling or want to get on a plane and go to a Braves game, or wherever you want to go, you can buy Yeti luggage. I have a couple of pieces. I used to. They only sold them on Yeti.com. Been out for a little while. They make duffel bags and rolling bags and uh, all kinds of travel stuff. 
I got the put bag. The little no. duffel's not really big enough for yeah. me. The, I'm not a duffel bag. I use a duffel bag some, but the uh, the rolling bag, like the little airplane uh, bag with wheels, is nice. On. Yeah, I don't and um, the book bags are nice. And we have those, and we'll have those pictures up here very soon as well. But Yeti luggage is now in stock at Spring Hill Outfitters. New colors too. New colors. Yes. We've got navy black and then alpine. Brown, not yeah, alpine yellow. The brown is new. Like a khakiish tannish mm-hmm. color. Uh, yeah, khakiish tan. But check it out. Yeti luggage. Uh, we'll talk about the flamethrower video. Again, we mentioned it last week. That video's taken off. It's crazy. We've got over a million and something views, million, 1.5 million views, and the video has reached over 2.6 or 2.7 million people. Uh, so thank you if you've watched the video and thank you again, if you bought a flamethrower and we've sold a pile of them on springhilloutfitters.com this week, you can buy them and we'll ship it right to your house for free. So we got just a few left for sale, but they make a couple of different versions, the UBF, as well as the older model that's handheld that we have here in the store, but, uh, they're fun. A lot of fun, 100% smile guarantee. We always say you cannot shoot it without smiling. Uh, so, yeah, flamethrowers are on springhilloutfitters.com. New Yeti's on springhilloutfitters.com. What else? New stuff. Tree stands are all coming in. Tree stands. Deer season's going to be here soon. Ammo's coming in. Yeah. Lots of new stuff. So, uh, hunt season. Uh, is almost here. July 4th is behind us, and now we're waiting on Labor Day to come so we can go shoot doves. And go bow hunting and... Speaking of hunting season, I think officially, Drake released it at least, Max 9 is officially out. Max 9? Max 7? I don't know. I'm asking you to what Max it said. Max 9. It. <laughs> I don't know. I've so heard, heard about it. They retired <laughs> Max, Max 5. They went from 5 to 9? I'm pretty sure so. And Drake like announced it like it's official. Okay. You could buy it. Okay. It looks good. I like it. We have lots of Drake stuff in the back we haven't put out yet. We got a lot of stuff coming. We'll have an end of summer sale here probably in a couple of weeks. We have a lot of stuff to make room for all this new fall stuff from Drake and Sitka and uh, new fall Columbia's coming and uh, lots of tree stands and trail cameras and all the new stuff's coming out. So uh, the best place and the best time to see all of the new products is at the 2022 Southern Outdoor Classic, which happens last weekend in August. And I've got to say, I'm excited about it. Since we started planning, of course, Spring Hill Outfitters along with East Coast Waterfowl. We've been working on this for a while now, and I was excited. But the last couple of weeks, we've got uh, some big guys, big companies, big folks on board to help us out. Sponsor-wise and vendor-wise, and uh, Winchester Ammo, who we spoke with Kevin a while ago, they're going to be there in a big way, and Beretta is going to be there in a big way, and Benelli and Collins Boats and BNS Enterprises that sells Case IH tractors. And lots of vendors. I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of work on our part. Probably a little bit warm that weekend. But we have indoor spaces and outdoor spaces. And it's free. It's the best part about it. Doesn't cost a dime. So uh, you can get, you have to register for free tickets on the Southern Outdoor Classic. Not the southernoutdoorclassic.com. You can register for tickets. And we'll be adding here very soon a list of confirmed vendors and sponsors. and uh, We've got more this morning that came in. So. Yeah. 
Big weekend. Yep. Pig Fest is that weekend too. We're going to be cooking pigs and having a pig cooking competition. And we're going to be the local fire department. It's going to be selling barbecue plates, barbecue sandwiches, as well at the Southern Outdoor Classic. So, uh, big event. The last Saturday in August, you can sign up for tickets at southernoutdoorclassic.com or if you want to be a vendor, you can send us an email at sales at springhilloutfitters.com and we'll send you the information so you can be a vendor. The cut lot, cut lot, cut off, <laughs> cut off, and deadline combined. No, deadline. Cutoff is the end of July, so you got a few weeks left to uh, sign up to be a vendor. We're going to have a farm full. It's going to be great. Now just pray for good weather. Yeah. It's going to be nice. Hot. I, I saw the forecast. It's going to be great. Sunny. Yeah, not hot. Warm. It's August, but it's not going to be hot. No rain in the forecast. It's going to be great. <laughs> what else? What did I miss? What else is going on around Spring Hill Outfitters this week before we jump off? Get back to work. This week ahead of us? Well, yeah, this past week or this coming week or anything. I don't know. I don't know yet. Okay. We're still we're still waiting to find out. <laughs> Thank y'all. Uh thanks again to uh Kevin from Winchester Ammo, as well as Mr. Alan Carpenter for lining that all up. Great episode, and we can't wait to bring some more episodes. Hopefully now if this whole Zoom thing turns out, like I hope it does. We can bring more folks like that in because it's hard for people to drive from Missouri to Selma just for taking it outside. They should. Our but plane, whatever. our private plane, is in the shop right now, so we can't pick them up. And the helicopter. And the helicopter's in the shop too. <laughs> so uh, now, if we can make this whole Zoom thing work, we can bring people in, and, and uh, I'm excited. Should be good. We got some future episodes coming up. Of course, on Fridays, not every Friday, but most Fridays, we have new episodes coming out. And uh, listen to it on all major podcast platforms. Make sure you rate, review, five stars, comment, good things. And that's what helps us make it famous and make it big by doing that. Share it on Facebook. Telling all your friends how you listened to Taking It Outside and it was the best hour of your life. 50 minutes of your life. Uh, that's all I got. Anything else? That's it. Thank y'all. We appreciate it. All social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. TikTok Tucks. She's still around making TikToks, so check us out on TikTok as well. As long as we don't go to TikTok jail. Not banned yet. For selling guns and ammo. Uh, but we're still on Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, of course. Interstate 95 at exit 101, right here in eastern North Carolina in the good old Johnson County between Miami and Maine. Halfway is a great spot to stop in and do some shopping. But if you're not in eastern North Carolina or passing through, you can shop with us 24-7 from the comfort of your own home. SpringHillOutfitters.com. And that will ensure that Miss Ashley hangs around. And I still have a job. Thank you. She still has a job. She would appreciate your support. Yeah. <laughs> Check us out, SpringHillOutfitters.com. Thanks again to Kevin from Winchester Ammo. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, check back hopefully here soon for another episode of Taking It Outside. But in the meantime, as we go through the summer, as hot as it may be, don't you forget to take it outside and uh, take breaks and sit in the shade and drink a lot of water. Stay hydrated. Thank y'all. We'll see you.